So I was like 10. And 10 is a late time to start tennis. And my dad used to play. He played uh, Hunter College in New York. And he used to give lessons at the, actually the same place that I ended up giving lessons for a while when I lived here. Wow. For the same guy, same owner. The the apple falls not far from the tree. Dude, and the guy used to fucking basically tell me that my dad was a better employee. He'd be like, your father, I used to tell him he could sell, you know, he something like selling, you know, snow to a snow, to a snow owl. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Here we are, Oops, the podcast. <laughs> rocking and rolling, underway, under steam. Rocking and rolling. That's Julio. Colorado. If you don't know who he is by now, yeah, seriously, what the hell? It's your problem. Okay, I got some. I got a problem. I bet, you, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Did you notice how when you walked in, I was wearing workout attire? I did notice that. Did you also notice that it was not sweaty or dirty in any way? No, but you didn't mention that you had just worked out, which you would normally do if you were wearing workout clothes, and I thought that that was odd. I tell you, even if I'm wearing sweaty workout clothes, I say I just worked out. Yeah, but you don't, you don't little... say it like I just worked out. I think you just like want to warn me in case like I'm like, oh, wow, Francis is really sweaty or something like I don't know. But even though you don't look it. Got it. It's almost like you're self-conscious and you think you've you've you need to disclose well, this information. I wear tank tops to work out, which I don't like tank tops. I feel very exposed and I'm I I feel stupid wearing a tank top. And so I need, for shoulder mobility. Yeah, I, I don't like. I like working because first of all, I, I don't work out in a gym that's public. I work out in the gym in my building, so there's really never anyone else in there. So I'm not self conscious to work out in a tank top in my gym, and I work out in a tank top because once you switch to working out in tank tops, I feel like a, when you, if you try to go back to a t-shirt or something, you feel constrained. I feel yeah. the sleeves grip. And Dude, my underarm. Tennis players, too, like, they'll have their shirt on. And before they serve, they're always, like, jacking it up. Mm. And to the point where, it, like, gives me anxiety. I'm like, dude, can you just, like, get a different shirt? Yeah. Like, Andy Roddick, dude, every time he'd be readjusting and yeah. it would just make me really stressed. Very manic, very finicky, fidgety. Yeah, he's, he had he so many ticks. He was a little ticky. Ticky, Not as bad talky. as Nadal, but he, he was. And also, dude, like, um, the necklaces. When they have a necklace... At the end of every single point, the necklace emerges, uh-huh. and they have to put it back in before the next point. That yeah. also kills me. Hey, don't wear a necklace. And they'll Idiot. be plural sometimes, like three or four necklaces. What are those? Probably religious necklaces. I think there's like usually a cross, and then there's a ring. There's someone's some kind of ring. Oh, they're wearing their wedding ring on the I don't necklace? Know if it's, I don't think it's theirs, because some of the people I'm thinking of specifically aren't married. Mm. So maybe it's some kind of significant... Carrie Bradshaw wore a necklace, uh, wore her engagement ring around her necklace uh, from Aiden in season four of, you know, Sex in the City, and I think we all remember how that went. Well, I don't, I don't remember what happened. Didn't work out. Oh, okay. I don't think many people do remember that, <laughs> which is kind of why I said it that way. Hill Dog remembers. I watched. We we're still working our way through the show, uh, and it's good. It's a really good show for a th- somebody in their 30s in New York City to watch 
because it really accurately like roasts New York, the New York City rat race really it, well. It does, but it also romanticizes New York City in a way that makes you, I think, appreciate living here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I also, I, and I don't know, I'd have to talk to sort of that 35 to 40 year old female demographic, but it, in many ways, there's, an, there's a great episode in season, I think it's the first episode of season five where Carrie basically says that she's dating the city and that's all she needs. And there's some truth to that. New York can be a panacea for loneliness. There's so much to do that even if you're without a partner, you can you can live a very active and fulfilled life here. I'm impressed. I feel like that's not typically a Francis take. So I'm happy for you. What do you mean? But I don't agree. Why do you say that? <laughs> because you're usually like, ah, oh, I don't know, dude. It's pretty. I would be like, oh, wow. Like I'm not saying that I would be the one saying that. But if if someone were to say that to you, I feel like you'd be like, I don't know, man. Do I do I think that people who are not with that that being single is a a bad thing? No, no, I don't mean specifically about being about the topic or the subject matter. Just the idea of sort of romanticizing things. I'm not used to you doing that. Mm. I'm used to you kind of being like cynical. Oh gosh, but not like in a bad way, just like in a comedian way. That's sad <laughs> because I do romanticize things. I do think I'm a romantic at heart. Yeah, you may. You I think may I romanticize seasons a lot. Which, which ones are you, oh, looking, fall, you looking forward to fall, the fall? Fall in New York, buddy. Buddy boy. Give me fall. Give me boots. Give me some <laughs> some long boots and pea coats and scarves. Tall, elegant humans November. strutting to work, strutting home from work, stopping at a wood-paneled bar that smells <laughs> of oak and ordering a, a whiskey cocktail or a something that has egg white in it with a shake of cinnamon on top. <laughs> Frothy, you know, fluffy, mm. a fluffy cocktail. Mm. Nutmeg. Give me a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Exposed brick wall, you know. Fire. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's an extra blanket on the bed. Turn the air, air conditioning off. Crack the window. That crisp air. Oh boy, and we're not too far away. The weather's finally broken. A lot, a lot is happening in between now and the, You're damn right. And like fall weather, You're damn straight. that fall weather ain't coming till late October. Yes, but <laughs> but I will be away for two, almost probably more like three weeks. Mm. I'm gonna skip from True. about August 23rd until September 13th. I will be out of New York City. I really like it. Probably, probably like should it. think about subletting my apartment or something. We're going to come back. All the plants will be dead. But that'll be okay because that will be in the spirit of fall. Yeah, they're going down anyway, right? Yeah. Not our indoor plants. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the th- here's what I was going to say. Hey, what's the problem? You came in and I was wearing my workout attire oh, okay. and it was all dry. And this is the second day in a row where I have intended to work out. And to spur me to work out, I put on the workout attire only to be so have to have so much inertia against it resistance to change in motion or rest in this case rest that i the next thing on my day comes up i then have to change out of workout attire that i have not used to get ready for the next thing 
Would, is there anything more shameful? Uh, it's not, you know, it's a bad habit, that's for sure, if it were to become one. This is two days in a row. That's the thing about working out. It's like you need to sort of do it in a way where like you don't introduce these new possibilities that are bad. Like, for example, even if like, say you're warming up and you're like, I'm going to warm up for 10 minutes and you get to nine minutes and 45 seconds and you stop. That's a bad habit. The biggest one is picking up your phone in between exercises. Yeah, totally. I mean, that can crush your whatever your like rest, make mm-hmm. your rest periods too long or whatever. Well, you just end up not doing as much of a workout because a right. lot of it leaks away into the phone. Yeah, but I uh, no, but like, do, would you say that it's like for me when I'm on the phone when I'm working out, it's like I take too much time, and before you know it, like my kind of heart rate is rest. Totally, is, yeah, totally, yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah, you just get cool, and then you get stiff, and then you're like, well, I guess I'm done. Yeah, it's like no, you just answered 14 emails and made a reservation for dinner <laughs> in between your second and third set of shoulder flies. <laughs> well, dude, Nadal always says he's like you no matter what, have to show up to practice, no matter what. Because if you, do, if you don't show up, it is now a possibility that you may not go to practice sometimes. And over time, that Damn. will get you. you know? Well, I guess that's the difference between being one of the best athletes on the planet <laughs> and being a guy who's trying vaguely to vaguely improve the shape I'm in for the wedding <laughs> in two weeks. Now, well, dude, I think you're fine. Though, I am obviously. fine, but as we've said, it's not about being fine. I wanted to be humming. Do you feel like you are not in, no longer in control of your destiny because you haven't been able to do these things you've intended to do? It's not really about that. It's it's even if I were to able to, if I could string together four days, four days ahead of the wedding in a row of intense workouts, the right eating and the right amount of sleep. Which, there's no way that's going to happen. But if I could do that, then I would on my wedding day, I would I would feel in shape. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could look back and say, "Ooh, I you know I've I've really done well in the runway to this wedding." So you got time? I got I got kind of had time. I had I thought <laughs> this is what you do. You say for the month leading up to the wedding, I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to eat right going to really do it and then that turns into three weeks and now it's turned into two weeks i have been so bad that i could easily say julio that in the lead up to the wedding in the last month in the last month ahead of the wedding i have worked out with less intensity and less frequency than i have in the last five years of my life Mm -hmm. i have i have tried less hard in the on the eve of my wedding than i have at any other point in my life over the last five years and what i would say i have a couple of things to say to this first of all it's because you've been working out so hard for the last five years <laughs> that now you can enjoy the spoils of your fitness but, journey but why am i why am i taking my foot off the gas now because you don't need to put it on the gas bro you working out five days a week it just makes no sense you have more important things to be doing you could work out three days a week. You could work out not at all, and none of us would be able to tell. But it's not the wedding that's stopping me. It's other shit. That's, and that's probably good. And general lack of discipline all of a sudden. All of a sudden, I have lost my discipline. And I don't know why. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself. 
And I'm not complaining. I know I no, look it's okay. fine. No, no, it's not about what you look like. I know you're like, I wanted to do this and I'm not doing it. I'm not disciplined, whatever. But dude, did you ever think that maybe the plan was just not necessary? Are you telling me that I've been preparing my we- for my wedding for five years? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's not a bad way to look at it. Dude, you've been ripping it hard for five straight years. <laughs> you know dude. something? The wedding, it's possible that the wedding is going to be the retirement moment. Because I'm going to go on that honeymoon and I'm going to drink my yeah. face off. Fat Fran I finally coming so, to fruition. I am so excited. To drink my face off. But when are you going to do that? Like you're literally adventuring around the nature most of it. That's true. But all of these lodges. Uh, at the end of the night. At Yeah. But aren't you like, aren't you like glamping in the safari or you go back to the place at the end of the day? We, it is glamping, but it, even to call it that feels probably like an insult to, to camping. So they've set, okay. So they've, they've set up. Situ- like places along the way that are already fucking like there's i don't know exactly it. what it is in fact it's one of those things where i, I want to look into it as little as possible yeah, yeah yeah because i want to be as pleasantly surprised as i can be i feel you on that and dude i feel so when i uh go and shoot stuff i'll get a comprehensive itinerary if we have a guide and a lot of the time i try really hard not to look at it but then i'm like dude you should look at it because it'll help you plan all of the bits you want to do better. Yeah, yeah. But like for, for, for that you have to, tr- if you're turning it into content. Yeah, totally. Um, but so I'll look at the itinerary, but then I'll be like, I could easily watch other people's videos of this stuff and get ideas. But I'm like, I do not want to ruin it for myself. And if it means that my video is going to be worse, that's okay. Mm. I think that's, that's good. I come to because it, it would be sad if you went to all these amazing places and weren't able to enjoy or, or be surprised for your own personal enjoyment. Totally. And dude, part of the whole racket I got going here is that, you know, I've turned it into content because I'm not allowed to go otherwise. Yeah. No one, I will just meet, I will show up to the airport to an intervention from my family if I were just going for fun. <laughs> yeah. Or I'd come home one time and Hill Dog would be gone. And that's yeah. not, that's not something that I'm willing to deal, to, to, to deal with. That's good. So. I think I think part of what made Anthony Bourdain so wonderful to watch was that he was so good at at showing his enjoyment of the experiences uh, each time. It all felt new to him, just mm-hmm. as it did to us through him, mm-hmm. right? Totally. Uh, and it does. When I watch your stuff, it's the same way. And if you were just like, okay, we've already scouted this place, right, right. I know what's coming. It's very hard to feign surprise and, and novelty for you agreed i try to remember that there's always something val- there's always something interesting in the adventure like like right there's gonna be something mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. whatever yeah so. so very true so okay i'm glad we went on that little detour that made me feel a little better but um with that said uh i'm not i didn't work out and 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 i there's nothing worse than you know, it's the same feeling as when you pack workout clothes for a trip with the intention of working out a couple of times and then you get home and you unpack your bag and all the workout clothes are completely clean, untouched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said, dude, I've stopped bringing, I am not even kidding, like I only bring utility clothing now mm-hmm. that I can wear to not work out and to work out Shout because out like- bird dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And all, you know, bird dogs. We mean threads. that when we say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and- because I know that I'm never going to step foot in that hotel gym. Wow. 
And that's okay, actually, because because I'm like, all right, I can do other active things where like this weekend doesn't have to make me disgusting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I go, I can do things outside. I can explore. I can right. go on a hike. You right. know what I mean, totally. That stuff's like sis- consistent. That's all. That's all enough. You know? That's all enough for on me, vacation. At least. For me, oh, at least. oh I, I, I'm with you as yeah. someone who craves exercise. A hike is yeah. more it, more than good enough to replace a gym, hotel gym workout. So okay, let me ask you this: Are you now done though? Like after we finish here today, um, is there a chance that you'll go squeeze one in? I'm gonna try to. I'd love to have you uh, at New York Pilates with me at the 5:30 class if you'd like. It I might, like that. Might be a little too slow paced for you. No, no, I would I do it. Enjoy it. I would join you, except that I, I have a my. I have a big uh, doctor's appointment today. A big jab, jab. I'm getting my yellow fever finally. Nice. I told you about how I didn't yeah. get it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm finally getting it today. Nice. And is Sierra going with you too? She's already gotten hers. Oh, bless her heart. And she said that one. For what? She's done yellow fever, typhoid, and all of the others. Is she in the army or something? How did she get all those She out of the went way? to the correct place. Oh, the first. Okay. okay she went okay, to okay. a place that had them all. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I'm actually, I got lucky where I had finally scheduled this uh, long overdue doctor's appointment to check on my sticky lipid profile. My lipid A profile i don't know but did you tell us about this i think i did because i i know i did because someone dm'd me about it about your lipid a uh i I have this thing it's i think it's hereditary where i thought you had said the last update that i got sorry to interrupt you was that you don't go to the doctor so that you wouldn't know any of this stuff and we had said well if there was something hereditary that's the only way you wouldn't notice and you're like yeah i guess a while ago i think i mentioned to you that i there is this kind of cholesterol Got it. Issue. Got it. Uh, that has to do with this sticky. I don't even know what the hell that means, but a, a, a lipid arteries. A. Okay. Got and it. it 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 just makes it so that it can lead to heart issues, mm-hmm. kind of regardless of what you eat. Yeah. Um. And so you can take a statin for it, which is a I think a pill that helps like your a blood. Or something? Yeah, something like that. Starting at an early age that really reduces your risk of clogs and clots or whatever I, I don't know i don't know a whole lot about it but i'm i had put it off and put it off and put it off and as a early wedding gift to sierra i'm go- finally going to do this because <laughs> she was concerned about yeah. it and has brought it up so many times so finally i'm going to do it yeah but yeah. in Good. in in wonderful fashion while i'm doing this i found out that this same doctor who's going to do the blood work for that has oh, the yellow baby. fever vaccine. Oh, baby. So That's it's a huge karma. win. Two birds. That's the universe telling with you. With one jab. Boy, so actually, it's going to be a few jabs. Jabby, jabby. Yeah. But I'm going to try to work out before that because I also know that the yellow fever vaccine is going to turn my arm uh, into an absolute noodle. Mm. And therefore, any shot of doing any sort of uh, planks or any of that stuff will be out the window. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. 
And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Point is, okay, the last thing I wanted to say is I don't know what is going on out of nowhere, but I have started to smell terrible. What's going on? My body odor has has changed. I don't know if my deodorant all expired at the same time or if it's the heat or if it's the stress, but out of nowhere, dude, when I say that I will shower, I will scrub my armpits and I will, you know, use heavy soap and then I will put deodorant on and that within 15 minutes of, of cleaning myself, I smell horrible. Jeez. I'm not exaggerating. It's it's 15 to 20 minutes. Are you taking any medicine? Medicine no. or vitamins or anything? Not. <laughs> um, I don't know where this came from, but it's bad instantly. I okay, smell so bad instantly. I have a, I have a potential t- tip. It's, it's humiliating. No, no. It's I'm ruining shirts. You don't want to be a stinky left boy. Left and right. Don't want to be a stinky boy. No, I sure don't. <laughs> Dude, if you wait until your armpits dry before... Uh, putting deodorant on it makes the deodorant work better is that right yeah do you use an antiperspirant i know it's not good for you but yes see i might have to return to that i have i have not for many years now because i was told it has aluminum in it you know all this shit and the very concept once you think about it of using something that actually prevents your body from sweating felt unhealthy Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. uh but it's I've, well, my, yeah, that's why my armpits are are losing the They're battle. Losing the battle to Tom's deodorant. <laughs> yeah, I need chemicals. I need put all the aluminum, tin foil, whatever you want in there. Yeah. This is I can't do it anymore. Is Tom Tom's is the deodorant I'm thinking of? Right, Tom's the main. Tom's yeah. smells like body odor. <laughs> You're putting a body odor scented deodorant yeah. onto your body. I remember the the flavors of that shit, Calendula, dude. You know, honeysuckle. It's like, really? That's not that's not gonna stand a chance to me and my stinky boy no shot. armpits. Yeah, that's gross, dude. Any any deodorant that has flowers on the front is fucked. <laughs> I need I need mock turbo. <laughs> I need something Man that's got deodorant. Yeah, that you could wipe on the side of a jet to help it reach a different stratosphere. Dude, like marketing for men's body products is so funny. Like, I know, especially like the cheap ones. It's like, the, like men's body wash. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid, dude. Axe men's body. Oh, this is for me, dude. Yeah. Oh, all right. It like looks like a missile. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gray it looks like and fucking engine fluid. Oh man, I'm not a I'm not a wuss, dude. Look no. at this stuff smells manly. Yeah, exactly. Flowers? What? Dude, fuck that, dude. I smell like a man. Dude, it's so The problem dumb. for me was that Tom's was always Tom's of Maine. And uh, so I felt the loyalty to it because of that. You seem as if you're proud of Maine. I am very proud of Maine, and I'm very proud of being from Maine. Being a Mainer? It's a, yeah. It's a state that you feel proud of being from. It's a good state. What other states is one proud of being from? Texas is right up there for sure. Probably, right? Yeah. States that people romanticize. California is up there. People are very proud of being from California. 
Do you know what Jack Harlow said to me? This is funny. He goes, uh, "You met him? Yeah, we talked. This is something we've talked about. On the what are you talking about? Yeah, you. So that's why I didn't land. I spent an entire evening with Jack Harlow. What the fuck? You don't remember this? All right, you, but no, because the one I told you I really liked him. You didn't bring this up again, which is typical Julio humility. <laughs> but dude, it's annoying. That would be so annoying if you're like, no, I love Jack Harlow, and you're like, bro. Honestly, like in person, <laughs> dude. No, it's I love Jack Harlow. And then you say I spent an evening with yeah. him. And then immediately I want to hear that story. <laughs> That's going to be the Who, name how of my memoirs, an you? evening with Jack Harlow. Julio, <laughs> Julio, how dare you not brag to me about knowing Jack Harlow and having spent an evening with him when I tell you how much I like him. Dude, I've, I've, I know I could have brought it up again. But I remember describing it in fairly uh, specific detail that evening. It didn't land because I didn't even know who he was. But quick, quick time out. Mm -hmm. Listeners at home, find yourself a friend like Julio, who <laughs> when you tell that friend that you've discovered something that you really like, a new musician or a new thing, and they have intimate knowledge... Of that thing, or they've been on that train long before you. They are humble enough to not be like, yo, bro, you're just discovering that. Or like, dude, I've known about him for months, years. I know him. They don't name, they don't feel the names drop. They are secure enough within themselves to not instantly drop their balls on your forehead. And be like, yeah, bro, we once had sushi together. <laughs> I don't know many people in my life that could resist the urge to not immediately drop that. Or within a few minutes in that conversation. The fact that you withheld it entirely. <laughs> that it is now, it is becoming, it is a surprise to me. Which, by the way, speaks poorly of me and my total tunnel vision within my own narcissism <laughs> that I would have become a huge fan of his and not remembered that you had once told me how much you liked him. Dude, it's, it's a pretty random elusive, but it's, it's totally. And to your point too, you, once somebody becomes more on your radar, you then remember, you remember from that point forward. Yeah. You know, and, and you also do mention a lot of rappers that mm -hmm. I don't have any, sort of context for you know young thug jeezy baby monica <laughs> young thug jeezy baby people from <laughs> latin america i you know the, jack harlow for all i know before i knew him could have been just it was just another name in a long list of yeah. of names that had no standing for me no, no bearing for me yeah okay please tell me about your evening with uh -huh. mr harlow Okay, so you guys may or may not remember the story. I guess we did talk about it a while ago. We, and I'm not going to get into all the specifics, but one thing specifically that I remembered, which relates directly to what you were just saying, we're talking, whatever. I asked why, him. Why? How do you know? I don't know him, but like we hung out this entire night together because we went to the Logan Paul fight together. Okay. Pete, Pete was doing the commentary, him and Jack Harlow are boys. So it was like me. There are like little squad, a couple of comedians, uh, you know, uh, Ricky, Jordan Rock, um, Dave, I forget who else was there. And then Jack Harlow's with us too. 
Um, and we're just hanging out. We have our own little locker room in sort of like the Atlanta Falcons uh, stadium or whatever. And anyway, I asked him, I'm like, where are you from? And he said, Kentucky. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nice. I don't know why I asked this. It's like a classic random small talk where I'm like, I'm like, where uh, do you like you love it there or something? You know, I don't know why I would ask that. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you love it, and he goes, it's the best place in the world. <laughs> oh, classic Jack. That's Jack. If I know Jack as well as I think I do, which is better than you, uh, I, it's that is exactly what he would say. That is really cool, though. Yeah, that's cool. That, that is cool. cool, and it makes you think when he drops drops it all the time in the songs, which he does. Um, it's yeah, not yeah. just for show, right? But I wasn't sure if I was like, oh, he's curated this thing where he's repping his. It's like a thing that rappers do; they rep right. their. You right. Know. I'm like, I said whatever, but yeah, I was fine. I was fine with it. I was like, oh, it's cute. Uh, and then it was also interesting as we kind of floated around the building, and there's all these celebrities. It was interesting to see, so like celebrities who are like actually famous doing the shit that like comedians who are not famous also do. They're like, oh, like. There's Jack Harlow. Like, I need to go talk to him. Mm -hmm. Like the old celebrity who's like, oh, this is the new guy. I need mm -hmm. to like peg myself to him. Mm -hmm. The same way like old comedians will do that to like the new, new hot yeah, comedians. Yeah. They're coming up to him. They're like, Jack, da, da, da. You know, sort of like. Right. I'm hip. I'm cool. Schmoozing. Yeah. Like, and he's just kind of doing his thing. I was like, that's kind of cool. That must make him feel good. Um, yeah. What a sign you've arrived. Well, dude, then I was, I'm going to tell this story again. I was DJing in the, in the locker room. And played played uh, the couple of good bangers every season by Roddy Rich comes on. Jack Harlow and I are singing singing together, fraternizing. That is so cool. Addison Ray sitting right there, oh asking God. me what's this song called. Oh my and I God. then put her onto it, claim to fame. Addison and I are, and I are quite close. See, that's a lie. We're not. Did you? That was our only. Are you sure you've told me this whole story? I believe before. So. And then the other one, dude, Charlie D'Amelio, she's getting ready to go on stage with like a trophy or something. And I'm like making small talk. I'm like, oh, they got you doing the trophy ceremony, huh? <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and she was like with her family. I'm like, oh, that's your family? She's like, yeah. I'm like, nice. Travel. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was insane. Crushed it. No. Yeah, hanging you, with the TikTokers, dude. Smashing it's it. It's you having your wits about you in a way that so many people do not <laughs> you absolutely uh are capable of rubbing shoulders with the rich famous and powerful and underage and you yeah <laughs> you belong you belong yeah it was cool nobody belongs more than you Dude, hold on. I did tell you the last thing. I, I, I think I probably, I, don't, I may not have said this actually before because it felt like I was somehow violating something by telling this, but I don't think that it is. And I may have already told it. Anyway, Chuck Liddell in the green room with us. This is the story I do remember. I told this one. I remember this one. I told it. You were like, can I take a picture yeah. not to be weird? And he, he did the fist thing. Okay. Yeah. But what he said was the funniest thing. A few other people had done it. And I was like, dude, would you mind doing one more? He goes, dude, I don't mind. He goes, I don't care about anything. And that broke your heart. <laughs> no, it was kind of sick. Yeah. Was, oh, it was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was sad or cool. I think it was cool, but yeah, I've definitely, that's so sorry sick. for the repeat. Uh, no, come on, man. Come repeat. on. Some stories good. are worth repeating. These are good celeb elbow rubbing tales. That is nuts. And you know, you're the type of guy who just would not even think of taking a picture of the scene. Asking Chuck Liddell for a photo. 
when Jack Everybody Harlow else been, and yeah, Charlie exactly. D'Amelio are walking around, like he's the guy, interestingly, where that's cool. But if you had asked anyone else there, right, you right. instantly expose yourself a little bit as like as a yes, as a you I'm, go from I'm being not supposed to be here. cool DJ introducing people to new songs, best friends with Charlie D'Amelio's dad, etc. <laughs> you become oh now we're gonna look at him differently. He's not. He's, I don't feel safe around. We have him. to keep our guard up around this guy. Yeah, who knows what he's gonna be? You lose your your badge in a in a way, man. That is awesome that is awesome what a great story it was a fun night damn it it's fun night for the boys and girls i'm jealous <laughs> i'm gel you're gel well it's all right okay so jack harlow how do we get here he well, loves repping your city maine maine i am very proud of maine Good, and there just aren't that many people from maine which is i think another thing that kind of keeps it you know cool you don't meet too many people that grew up there. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I went to summer camp there. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, tourist. <laughs> and you spent four weeks of summer there, fending off the mosquitoes. Fucking nerd. You know, canoeing at summer camp, playing capture the flag. Camp Wahanawanawin. Yeah. It's like, stop appropriating <laughs> Native American culture, you monster. Dude, so I'm really psyched about this new Rule of Threads drop, man. Such cool new stuff. The hoodie is so sick. Rule of Threads. The matching pants, it's unclear. I think they might be. I think they're available now. I'm not totally positive, but once I have that full matching suit, bro, you know what I'm going to start doing? What? Showing up to public gatherings and beginning to dance in the middle of it. You're kidding me. Boom, boom. I never thought I'd hear the day, said Francis. I never <laughs> thought I'd hear the day where Julio would just go out right onto the dance floor with no reservations, wouldn't even need to get a drink. He'd just be like, oh, I see what's happening here. Oh, Okay, yeah. it's a little different. I don't think I could handle the dance, doing it at a dance party. Only if there was no one dancing and I became my own solo flash mob. You're the first guy? I'm the only guy. You're the icebreaker? I've begun to perform. A circle has now formed around me. The, uh, uh, when my cohort is passing around a hat damn as i perform that's some that is some magical and transformative premium clean menswear basics you're damn right dude or maybe i'll be the guy in the subway that busts down the door he has a little boom box he starts clapping and makes everybody clap and then he proceeds to just flip his hat a couple times unimpressively but i'll look good doing it and i'll do this move the flip oh yeah back your on the foot, head throw it back up under your head correct i'll catch it and then i'll make you all feel bad for not giving me any money yeah but they already do feel bad because they don't look as good as you because they're not wearing rule of threads correct they should be doing and should do now it's everything you could possibly want to look good and more clean premium menswear basics at rule of threads.com promo code oops 15 percent off your order uh and make sure you use our promo code yeah don't in case forget. there's some other promo code offered because we want to make sure we get the credit for pumping this on you. Mm. Uh, we love Rule of Threads. The big teaser fire. Get in there. Get some today. Camp is such an interesting thing. Like People will be like, my camp. They refer to people they know from camp as their camp. Fill in the blank. Like camp friend. Camp. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's crazy that like, or like people go to their camp reunion. That's true. Crazy. That's true. People do do that. I hated camp, to be honest. <laughs> I went to a sleep. Like I lived in the place where the sleep away camp was. Which is sort of like interesting that like tells you how rural sort of my area mm. was that like people were being bust in from like suburban or urban areas to go to this camp and I 
just drove down the street to go to it. That's funny. And I went for <laughs> I went for one day, and then the second day, I just refused to get out of bed. I feel so bad for my parents. Like, they had paid for this week of camp, and I was like, I am not going. And they're like, I was like, you're going to have to physically for, like pull me out of bed, and I'm going to uh, situate my body in a way where I'm much heavier because I'm going to be, like, limp. And wow. you're, you're going to have to physically carry me. And they eventually gave up. And then that was the end of camp? I never went to camp again. Uh, I had gone previously for one summer to this other day camp that turned out to be religious. We didn't know that. Our friend, like a couple of my friends, <laughs> they, it wasn't religious camp, but there was a religious theme. There was a religious like angle. Let's like put it you this had way. to pray at lunch. Julio, if there's any there religious prayer. angle at all, it's religious camp. Uh, yes. Okay. So, but we did other things. So it's actually how I discovered tennis. Funny story. Through Jesus? No, this is what happened. So this religious camp, uh, and it was, the same, it was the same place that we did this thing called Nature's Classroom, which was a thing you'd go to and sleep away for a week, and like dads were the chaperones. It was shitty. You'd stay in a fucking cabin. Man, this stuff sounds like it sucks. We ended up having like a nicer, I got lucky, I got a nicer place, but I sprayed Pam all over the floor mm. and was sort of uh, risky businessing across the kitchen, <laughs> not realizing that I wasn't supposed to be do that, and I was, I was nearly kicked out. Wow. Um, okay. All, Classic anyway. religious camp <laughs> no, uppity bullshit. That was that was the nature's classroom, but the religious camp took place in the same place as the nature's, nature's classroom. Nature's classroom weirdly sounds more religious than religious camp. I know, I know. It's like a, it's like a cult. Yeah, nature's classroom. Um. Anyway, uh, it was in Ivoryton, Connecticut. I don't remember what it was called. No, I don't think so. Was that in Ivoryton, Connecticut? Camp Hazen is where I went, where I refused to go. Damn, you know, it's funny you mentioned having such obstinance to going because uh, there were definitely moments in my young life where I would pout and go into my bed and commit to not moving and not coming out, but I could never I could never hold that commitment. Yeah. Either my parents would threaten to, you know, ground me or withhold something where I eventually had to cave. Yeah. You know, or I, I kind of just gave up. Yeah, dude, I just I just couldn't do it. You that's to me that's the equivalent of a childhood hunger strike. It was impressive now that I look back that's on it. That's amazing. I truly stood my ground. Yeah, that's really you'd be good at striking. <laughs> you ever think about that? I'm I'm fairly durable. Like I can go long periods of time without eating and maintain my energy level. Uh I don't need a ton of sleep all the time, but I do crash eventually. Yeah. I think the problem for me with these hunger strikes is that um, I don't know. I, I couldn't last a, a day. I, I could barely make it to lunch without eating. If I skip one meal, I'm I'm toast. I, ha I and then I immediately I I totally overcorrect, which we all know. But the the whole thing with hunger strikes is that if you're in in prison or whatever and you're doing a hunger strike, they will force feed you by yeah with the tube shoving tubes down your nose. nose. And I could not endure that for a second. You ever see a video? You know who tried to do that? It was most deaf. He tried to do a hunger strike? Well, he was protesting the treatment of people that were doing hunger strikes in prison. Okay. Might have been prisoners at Guantanamo Bay or something like that, where he was showing how inhumane it is to force someone enduring a hunger strike to, to force feed them. And he said, okay, so do the, they, and they shoved the tube down. So oh, they held God, him down. Dude. 
and it's hard to watch. Jesus, really not pleasant. Really, really unpleasant. Seems like it would be painful. Do I don't you, even think. Can't even think about it. Did I ever tell you about this? Speaking of Guantanamo Bay, I don't want to get back to the story. We'll get back to the story of the. Hope I don't know where we are. There. Guantanamo Bay. I'm completely lost. There's this documentary called the. I believe it's called the Road to Guantanamo, and it shows a story of these four guys who, for some reason, were. And to be honest, no offense to these guys, they never really answer the question as to why they were where they were. Mm. They essentially were in some kind of like terrorist hotspot not and they're like these normal guys but they're like not really ever able to explain why they yeah. were there kind of thing something by the way something tells me i can't speak for them but they're they're not taking offense yeah it seemed i don't know it seemed as if per, it seems as terrorists. if perhaps no they they weren't though i guess right. but these guys ended up in guantanamo and like completely wrongfully supposedly oh is the story and it's a true story but, but you don't you have doubts about their that that's innocence. that is the popular critique of the of the movie of the of the i guess that's a documentary but in the documentary they do sort of like reenactments but it's it's very very unclear that they're reenactments it seems like it's just real and riz ahmed happens to be one of the people mm. might have been one of his earlier works you know of like reenactment acting is what typically a great actor poorly paid but dude the whole time i watched the movie for like 40 minutes and i'm like Man, Riz Ahmed is so interesting. I can't believe he wrongfully served in Guantanamo. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that he yeah. was acting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's interesting. An interesting. Watch. I'm not usually a fan of the dramatized interstitials within documentaries. They're terrible. It works for me. It was so good in this that it, I thought he was literally the guy. Yeah. I don't like those illustrations. Where I the don't narrator like keeps either. telling the story and then you got that slow guy walking up the stairs and it's just over that shot over his shoulder as he's walking in yeah. to like kill his wife with a candlestick. <laughs> like the animated one, you mean? I don't even know. I, I hate the animated. It's not, I, weirdly. I prefer the Ken Burns moving photo over animation. Yeah, moving photo for me is 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 better. I like the moving photo. We got to fact check this. There's a Keep mo- it all real, you know? There's a documentary that is all animated. The story's so good that it overcomes it. Um, but it was nominated for Best Feature Documentary this year, and it's about this guy for uh, a refugee. Um, yes, Flea. Uh, f- really fucking good. If you guys are looking for a good doc to watch, mm. uh, I recommend Flea. Got it. Um, okay, Religious Camp. Yeah, so this I, is how I discovered tennis. Ah, uh, okay, right. That's where we are. Okay. So I was like ten, and ten is a difficult is a, is a late <laughs> is a late time to start tennis, right? If you're going to be a tennis player, okay. I never really played before that. Um, dicked around a little, and my dad used to play. He played uh, Hunter College in New York, and nice. he used to give lessons at the, actually the same place that I ended up giving lessons for a while when I lived here. Wow, for the same guy, same owner. The the apple falls not far from the tree, dude. And the guy used to fucking. Like, basically tell me that my dad was a better employee. He'd be like, your father? He'd be like, I used to tell him he could sell, you know, he something like selling, you know, snow to a snow, to a snow owl. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something a like. A snow owl. <laughs> really good there. I don't know. Love that. He would always say, your father, he could. He, and then he would tell me the same story over and over. He goes. We were trying to get him to sell a membership, and he sold the guy two memberships. Wow! Like, oh wow! So he was basically reminding me that like I didn't care and that I wasn't a good employee. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I go to the, we're at this camp, and we had discovered this game during our sort of like free for all time, where, the, uh, where we would play essentially dodgeball on a tennis court. We called it Chuck Ball, 
mm-hmm. and it was essentially there was only a couple balls and whoever had them uh and you tried to hit each other in the head with the ball basically okay um had to be a headshot no but that, you got more clout for one if you oh, were to sure, fucking sure, concuss sure. someone yep uh nice and what kind I, of balls were you using like not like traditional dodgeballs they were more sturdy balls mm. we didn't have like an official ball Ryan, Ryan just showed us a ball. That's why. Mm. Um, so anyway, I told my parents about this and they were concerned. They called the camp and complained. And then Chuck Paul was discontinued. I had known they had called, but I didn't want to lose any street cred. Wow. Being the ace that I once was on the Chuck Paul court. So I kept it to myself that my parents had ended the fun for everyone. Damn. However, now the tennis courts had to be used for traditional things such as tennis. And in the wake of that, I began playing tennis and I was just like, kind of like good at it like without having without knowing how to play like i sort of figured out these different shots Mm -hmm. and i then went home at one point and asked my dad if he would teach me how to play and the rest uh, is history wow dude what a great origin story good origin all because your parents were overprotective my parents karen'd yeah they're your you had the karen parents (laughs) and as a result you became a division one tennis star (laughs) it's amazing that's so rare um it really yeah and i started kind of late but then i got really into it and then i would go to tennis camp in the summer which was nice because you would stay in dorms this is that way i did i went at amherst and then two one summer in amherst one two summers in william at williams nice both nezcac schools yeah i went to colby basketball camp twice really yeah in maine right yeah how was that how's the campus up there it's nice yeah 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 it's nice i i you know (laughs) <laughs> it's like probably the same as a as a as a Bates Bowden yeah yeah Amherst type thing totally although Amherst has a really nice campus Amherst does have a slightly nicer it's probably similar to Williams my dad Williams went to Amherst little, did he really yeah so did my uncle Hilldog's sister did too mm. love to see it they were they were I think the first college in America to shut down for COVID really or or they had they had some really strong instant reaction of of it Strong to the degree that people were pointing to it and saying look at how woke this place is and then everywhere else followed wow. suit. everywhere else followed suit i think that's what it was or it was that everyone else came back to school and amherst refused to let their doors be open mm. something like that I, I can't remember exactly what it was well facts with ryan will clear that up probably fwr <clears throat> ah, that was really good dude crisp and clean. Hangobi. The sounds and the sense and the effervescence of Hangobi. Hangobi, you know me. Mm-hmm. Real quick, uh, are the cameras on? Okay, sorry. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> That's funny. To, can we jump cut? Keep that? that in. Keep that in. Keep it moving. You guys know the deal. We love our Hangobi. <laughs> sorry. We love the taste of Hangobi. Fourth wall moment. This is the wake. Right for mm-hmm. recovery, herbal elixir. It's got L-theanine. It's got uh, a little bit of caffeine, just from some green tea. So there's nothing that's going to send you jittering and jottering down the hill, dude. In fact, I was walking down the street the other day. This is the same guy who saw you at the party. Which, by the way, good, I, good on you for acting as if you had met him because he. I don't think he said hi. But you're you're good at this now because you're like, oh, I met somebody. I'm sure I did. I'm just going to say I met them. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I don't. I'm calling you out. Right he now. didn't even say hi to nope. me. He noticed you, and he said that it appeared that you were busy, perhaps looking up what at the a, stars. What a nice man. <laughs> uh, he's a good kid. This guy, Jamie. Okay. He happens to also be friends with 
the founder of Hangobi. Oh. And he was saying, you know, I really, I really love it. Yeah. Like, it's really good. It is delicious. He's Our- like, he goes, can you believe they're in a hundred stores? I'm making this up. This actually happened. It wasn't a, a paid run-in. Wow. <laughs> you don't know that though. You, Conrad, our pal who started Hangover, he may have. He might have sent that guy out on a might, mission. <laughs> might have to hired make sure that we're guy. being good ambassadors. Yo, go tell him to ask you questions that are exactly what's in the ad read. <laughs> He's like, Can you believe they're in a hundred stores and that they are good for hangovers? <laughs> Can you believe that they were able to mix cayenne pepper and L-theanine so <laughs> so seamlessly? I just can't believe that it's only only 12 grams, no, 13 grams of sugar. You know, it's just amazing, but zero gr- total fat grams. <laughs> even my, even though my refrigerator is broken, thankfully that does not affect the preservation of the hangobi. Why is that? Because they're good at room temp too. As long as you have a big fat one cube of ice to pour them over. True, which I unfortunately need to buy. That's every your time favorite I way. It, yeah. But it is my favorite way to do it. Is your freezer broken? Yep. Oh, no. The entire unit is down. Oh, wow. Mayday, mayday. Uh, But you know what? Hangobi can get you through that because it's delicious. Put a little pep in your step, like Francis said. That nice caffeine that doesn't kill you. No, it's Uh, good. Go to hangobi.com. Use promo code OOPSIMHUNG. 30% off a case or whatever you buy. You buy a case. You can buy two cases. I don't know what else they sell, but I think it's just cases. Yeah, if you think of it this way, if you buy two cases at 30% off, that's basically a 60% off. Yeah, basically. It's not. Doesn't work that okay. way at all. It's okay. That math's wrong. But hey, listen, however you look at it, right? Yeah. There's a different story. Anyway, hangobi.com. Oops, I'm hung. 30% off. Get some delicious beverages. Damn, dude. So so where are we here? We um We've concluded the tennis origin story. We fixed Be Yeah, around. we finished filled in the hole of the tennis and the summer camp story. I know you guys were all dying and know how I started playing tennis. We filled in the Jack Harlow being being proud from Kentucky, being proud from Maine. <laughs> and now we need to fill in the whole, uh, well, I guess the whole of the body odor thing is pretty much told. Yeah, maybe. You, or like, Have you changed your diet, though, seriously at all? No. You haven't added a new anything? No, I think it's stress. Can't you get much think, worse body odor from being super from stress. stressed? Stinky stress. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, I'm two weeks away from the wedding. As excited and as happy and content and certain as I am about so many things, it's definitely stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I see Sierra being stressed about putting the finishing touches on a few things, and and I think I'm carrying some of that stress secondhand. Um, certainly the expense of of the honeymoon and all this and then starting a new job right on the other side of that you know i know i'm stressed because once again my old sleep problems have resurfaced so your first day of your new job is the week of the 19th no i think i'll probably start right when you maybe like the 13th or the 14th okay but maybe they'll maybe they'll give me till the 19th i don't know yeah nice well dude listen man just remember that the stress is all for very nice things that don't really require much. Stress. No, I know absolutely, and I'm I'm thrilled about everything that life is about to give me and and ask of me. But it's a good it's a good exercise because you can't in a to a degree it is possible to out think your feelings if you think if your thought process is very strong. Uh, right now, I think I'm just out stinking my feelings. <laughs> oh, how about that? That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude. Like you know. The things you all listed are just all wonderful, nice things. Like, who gives a fuck how much your honeymoon costs your honeymoon? You know? Yeah, it's, um, you know, 
it's all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of changes from where what what the way things currently are, and as a result, my I smell terrible, horrid. Well, I'm excited for you to go on uh, this adventure. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait. When's the last time you've been on a trip like this? Was like bopping around a while. Dude, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I know you had that fun little Balkan European excursion way, well, we, way back when. We went to... Didn't you, didn't you go to Serbia? Oh, with my friends? Yeah. Yeah, that was like probably six years ago. And right around the time I met you, you had sort of gone on this French vacation. Right that was right after I got fired. So that was the most recent proper vacation, uh, which... Sierra and I went on together. Like it was like a week and a half. We took a we took a full ten days or something. Nice. We did I think you know four days of hiking in Chamonix, and then we did four or five days in uh, in uh, uh, Annecy on Lake Annecy, Talwar, which was incredible. That was really cool. But since then, it's just been you know four days in Jamaica. Yeah four days in lake como for a friend's wedding right like the weddings are of course vacation in a way but it's not like vacation vacation where Dude, it's like this is gonna be like vacation 15 days of pure don't give a shit and the best part about it is that everything's prepaid dude by the way and that is the best thing about it so you're good sunk cost i'll throw you're gonna have to tip here and there and all that but food all the food all the meals and all the beverages are paid for at all these places. Someone DM'd me with a very good suggestion that you may have already thought of. But and when it comes to, you know, making your stomach sturdy for these uh foreign environments where maybe, you know, there's a little bit of bacteria floating around the water, probiotics. Oh. Start taking them two weeks before you go. Okay. Show up there with the fucking iron. That's iron not a bad stomach. idea. I, I see the probiotic kind of yogurt drinks, things like that. Is that the right way to do it? Is there a chew I can take? I, probably. And I know that there's capsules. And, I like those chews. And I asked the girl, I was like, what's what's the best kind? She goes, I literally just buy whatever's the cheapest, but it works really well. Okay. That's what she said. You know those chews? I do. They're delicious. Man, how good are chews? Dude, whenever I go into like vitamin shop and I see the bowl of take a chew, yeah. dude, I'll end up taking, I'll take a couple. I I sometimes think I, I, I don't even care what it is. Same. I just want the chew. Vegetable chew. Sometimes they, I'll take like something that's intended for women only. I don't care. Yeah, for sure. Give me titties I or would, give me death. I, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to get more into chews because when <laughs> I'm not going to lie, sometimes chews can are, can be the best part of your day. Chews are good. Think about that. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, ooh, I want something. You're like, ooh. A chew. A chew. And it's good for me. Yeah. It's time. It's that time. It's I haven't had my chew. Oh, I've forgotten my chew. <laughs> I need to have my chew. My dino chew. I know. They have to come in the shape of a dinosaur a or some berry fruits. I need to take multivitamins with food or I get nauseous. Even the chews, which is sad. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that I'm not a fan of the pill form of a multivitamin mm-hmm. it's it, it it get gets lodged in your throat mm-hmm. and it feels like you've swallowed a cyanide capsule <laughs> because you've been captured and the, you know you know something that they need to find out but they can't you can't you're so noble you you care so much about where you come from whether it's maine or kentucky that <laughs> you can't give up that secret and you're willing to you die for it you can't do it yeah um they're huge 
How many days are you going to see the gorillas, by the way? I think it's three or four. Can three, I tell three you? Three or four different days you're going to spend time with them? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I got an amazing update for you. No, no, no. We're just see, we're hiking into see the gorillas on two separate days. Okay. Most people just do one day. Because it's insanely expensive. Um. Yes, and also there's another thing that you can do there, which is you go see the golden monkeys. Oh, cool. So there's kind of two separate uh, sites, mm-hmm. ex- expeditions. And most people do one day of the gorillas and one one day of the golden monkeys, but dude, the the same mountain is where I did the fateful hungover uh, volcano hike. That's where that's where you went, yeah, and that's where we're going. Volcanoes no, no, National Park, yeah. But I didn't do the gorillas because I was paying for other people, and it was too expensive. Yeah, the gorillas are expensive. Yeah, the the just the the volcano hike where they're like, we might see a gorilla, which you know isn't going to happen. Mm. Um, uh, is literally ten times more. Wow. No, this is the gorilla. No, no, not going to lie. It is expensive. Yeah. But there is something, too, about one knowing that the money from the permit you pay for the gorilla, gorillas is going towards the preservation and conservation of the animal. Totally. No, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying and to so like, you, air you And so you out. feel good about it. It's not going to some glitzy, glamorous spa resort. Oh, yeah. It's tr- it's like it's tough terrain. It rains pretty much every day. It pays the a lot of the farmers whose land the gorillas will sometimes travel onto and they'll like raid the crops. Yeah, yeah. And then when those crops get destroyed, the money from the gorillas goes towards them. So the whole government is cycling all the money through to make sure that it, you know, the gorillas can get basically do whatever they want to survive. That's nice. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, Um, But I was going to say, here's a little... Nice tidbit. So I'm not going to say how I know this, but I know through a, a source, a very dear friend of mine, that Kevin Love, the ah, I saw. NBA, NBA yeah. All-Star, who is married to uh, a supermodel, can't remember her name, but um, they are currently on, Yeah, I think, the exact same honeymoon itinerary that we are about to do. Really? I think it's exactly the same. Shout out Jackson Petty tagged me in that photo the other day, uh, which, yeah, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. How cool is that? And I know because he and I have a mutual friend, mm. he has told that friend that the hotel he's staying at, the, re- the resort that he's staying at while doing the gorilla trekking, is the best resort hotel he's ever stayed at in his life. Wow. And this is a guy who's making $25 million a year or some crazy shit. Find he, out what he, his he also is. seems like a guy because like dude i'm not a taste just yes being having money doesn't mean you know where to go no but he seems like the guy who would he try, strikes He's me pretty cool especially in that his wife one presumes has been treated to the finest resorts and then he by extension has probably right. been with her right, right, right. you know for whatever shoots or things that they were doing you have to believe that this jet-setting cosmopolitan couple has taste and has stayed in the best places in the world. And for him to say that instantly ratcheted up my excitement for this place, mm. another three to four X. Yeah. And I'll tell you that where we're going, there was, there's another resort that you can stay at for the gorillas that is ranked as the number one place. Okay. And I think this is often number two. Interesting. So that one, and I think the the number one place is on a lot of lists ranked as the number one safari lodge for all safari in Africa. Oh wow! 
not just gorilla that's trekking. Sick. That's sick. And yeah. we couldn't stay there because it was fully booked. Uh, it wasn't like a ton more expensive than where we we're staying. So I definitely had some FOMO. Mm. But once Kevin Love gave his stamp of approval, all of that FOMO dissipated. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You're into cooking. the mists, the gorilla mists. Dude, the guy, our guide that day when we did that, that faithful hike, I, I gave him my phone number. And for years after, he would message me. And it was funny, like the, the language barrier. And then, like English is one of the main languages in Rwanda, but like not everybody speaks super well. This particular guy, he'll text me, but it comes off as like boyish, but also like kind of like homoerotic sort of mm, he'll be like i, I like love that. you i love you julian nice i've missed you <laughs> <laughs> my friend doesn't julian hurt. doesn't hurt i'm yeah. like hey bro what's hey, up hey dude hey vincent my friend i cannot wait for us to be together again wow that is <laughs> quite homoerotic yeah. you know uh mm-hmm. dude i'll tell you what my junk's feeling pretty good floating in between my legs because i'm wearing bird dogs oh you know something me too right at this very moment and I'm going to pack every pair I have for my honeymoon. This underwear liner, man, like you said, makes underwear completely obsolete. Mm-hmm. The silk, it keeps you cool, comfortable. We're both pulling out our Yeah, show me yours and I'll speak. show you mine. Okay. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Liner, I hardly know her. <laughs> huh? Pretty good. Verdog's the best utility short in the game. Yeah, the best all-in-one piece of clothing to pack in a trip for a trip that you, you don't know what it's going to throw at you. No clue. Could be gorillas. Could be spears. It's perfect, dude. This is actually the most perfect thing for your honeymoon. Yellow fever could be beers. The bird, the bird dogs, Francis honeymoon pack. Mm-hmm. And all it is is one pair of bird dogs. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Good That's for the it. bush. Good for the tush. Mm. Good for the pool. All those things keeping you cool. Go to birddogs.com and plug in our promo code. Oopsie. You, that's right. O O P S I E. You will get, we believe, a dad hat with your purchase of bird dogs and you should get a couple pairs because trust us if you're getting if this is your first order of bird dogs you don't need to start small you know start big you're not you're gonna be bummed you didn't buy more yeah that's definitely true don't be a loser yeah birddogs.com promo code oopsie welcome to the rest of your life but dude you know what this reminded me of something you did not do this i'm not trying to like make you feel self-conscious you you straight up did not do it you said we did and then you mentioned destinations that you went to one of my pet peeves is when people tell me what they did on their vacations and they say, you know, we did the, uh, and then they will, oh. s- they'll say the thing you, they, they think you supposedly do when you go, yeah, we did the zip line. Uh, we did the pigs. Yeah. You know, yeah, the pigs. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. the, the horse thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did that. I'm like, dude, that's so annoying. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's that's a, it's a little annoying. It's such a, it's such a sort of write off of what is many people consider one of the greatest experiences or sights of their life yeah right. we did the eiffel tower we did the pyramids yeah but they, it's also like you're referring to this place that has endless possibilities as if it were bush gardens yeah we did the beast we okay. did the water slide so we, we have did the separate flume. issues with we it. have separate issues we with have separate technique. issues with it <laughs> separate issues with the same problem <laughs> isn't that funny do you like roller coasters I do. I really hate them and I'm scared. It, oh, would, no. it would be fun for us one to go. Two. Okay. I'd go on a scary one with you and we could like wear fucking, uh, what are the things called? GoPros. Yeah, yeah. Or like selfie cams so we could see me be scared. That'd be kind of funny. I get really, I go, 
Like when wow. they take the picture of me, I'm scared. I'm like, ah. interesting. And you'd be going. <laughs> I like thrills. Yeah, I like thrills. I'd probably be flashing the camera, my boobies. Titties. Uh, it's funny to, to be really. Chews. Yeah. <laughs> you want to chew? Yeah. Dude, it's funny. Like there's so many funny roller coaster bits. Like people like funny, like the video of the guy passing out or the video of the guy who's <laughs> completely stone faced at every yeah, drop like photo. Yeah. There's a lot of good room um, for comedy. Here's another, here's another thing I don't like that much. And I may have said this on the podcast before, but, but what you just said, the we did the, we did this, <laughs> we did, we did the, the Grand uh, Canyon, we did the Rocky yeah. Mountains. <laughs> I don't like it when I'm at a restaurant and the waiter says, when you say, what, 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 are, what are the specials? And he goes, I have a braised... <laughs> stew with a beautiful sea bass tonight i've also got a it's like dude you, don't have, you don't have it you don't have that the restaurant has it the chefs have it you're you're a you're bringing it you're the messenger if you said i can bring you what about we have? we's fine we's better i, agree. I have no problem I with we i from the waiter bugs me yeah I don't like it. I don't. It feels self-important. It feels like he's over-crediting himself for the dish. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's as though he has gone to the market to source the ingredients and then <laughs> cooked it himself, right. and has then taken off his bloodied smock and is <laughs> now presenting himself. As though he can now bring him us the thing he's cooked up. He's now moved to the kitchen for like, step two. I, dude, I know there's a seven or eight guys back there, and guys and gals, who are s- sweating. Their fingertips are scorched. <laughs> you know, they've chopped off a couple tips of their nails, and they're screaming at each other. <laughs> and they have it. <laughs> they, they have, have the, you know, sea bass. The Branzino, they have the filet. They have it. And we thank them. And I'm, I'll am thank you through tipping you. I sure yeah, will. You've done a good job. I'm going to tip you. Don't you worry, pal. But you don't have it. <laughs> you don't have it. You have access to it. You will courier it In to fact, me. In fact, I have it. Yeah. I... I'm about to have it. I will have it I if have I it. want it. I'll have it if I want it. But I you... could I could have it. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I think we nailed that. <laughs> I think we got that right. That was good. By the way, that the way good. that we just did that, that's the right way. That was good. Yeah, that was well done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys. Um dude. Okay, what do you say we do an email here before we get into FWR? Lovely. Lovely. Um this one really had us chuckling. Um this is called ranking the worst throwing up scenarios in front of your partner oh wow to the boys i normally dm y'all on insta about random things from the pod but i figured i'd put this one in an email in case you want to discuss uh i like francis have terrible motion sickness do you have motion sickness i do get it i get it yeah i would say i'm i'm uh, on the high end of the spectrum but i'm certainly not the worst sierra's actually more sensitive than i am okay um hopefully by the way when we say motion sickness we're talking car sickness yeah yeah Airplane sickness, sure. all that, yeah. Sure. Sea, is seasickness on there? I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then I'm pretty bad, yeah. Okay, and your convo about this made me think of all these times. I'm wondering what y'all think is the worst of them all. 
One, first time meeting my now husband's best friend. We went sailing and I threw up off his boat. Ended up making the best man speech, LMAO. Uh, two, first big trip my now husband and I go on. We go scuba diving. I throw up off the boat coming home. Three, my first birthday party my now husband and I go to. I throw up on the ride home in the Uber and he has to pay $250 for the cleanup. That's the worst. <laughs> Number four. Two months after my now husband gets a brand new Audi, I throw up all over it on New Year's Day. Jesus. I did get it detailed for him, but he was pissed, rightfully so. <laughs> Five, my husband and I are on our honeymoon in Hawaii. I throw up on the helicopter ride. <laughs> she goes, reading this back, it's amazing my husband married me. LMAO. I'm <laughs> um, also an idiot and I always forget Dramamine until it's too late. The few times I remember it, I don't throw up, so no one's to blame but myself. The older I get, the worse my motion sickness gets. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know this, you need to. You have to take the Dramamine on on steady dry land. 30 minutes before? You have to. And then, because if you take it on the boat or, you know, lucky you, the helicopter, uh, then you will, it won't, ha- it won't have an effect. But, um. Bro, this girl's like Peter Griffin. Dude. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's just barfing everywhere constantly. I, this is, um. This is really interesting to me because if it's happened that many times, then she should know better. I, I hate to say that. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to vomit shame, but <laughs> you know, you know, you're heading into any situation where you're gonna, you could be prone to throw. Throwing up is so bad. It sucks. It's so bad. It's so it's bad. Terrible. One rung below diarrhea. I I take diarrhea over vomiting all day long. Well, but you're, that's assuming that you have, are getting to the toilet in time. Would you rather throw up? In most up? situations, like you should be able to get to the toilet in time. Well, I would say that that's true for vomiting too. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter. I don't. It, it, I, I don't need an environment to vomit. I can vomit anywhere, but it feels so terrible. I don't care if I'm in the nicest bathroom in the world or the shittiest one. I will be laying on the floor naked with my neck rested against the base of the toilet for comfort. Interesting. It's the only thing that will make me feel better. Okay, so you're on a helicopter sightseeing a vol- volcano in Hawaii. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather shit your pants with runny diarrhea or throw up in the helicopter? Okay, so here's the thing. I know, like, I know that morning probably that my tum-tum. You might not. If diarrhea just strikes, yeah, you your breakfast that morning catches up to you while you're in the helicopter. I could probably hold it for 15 minutes. You you are doing what Hillary does with your hypotheticals. Fine, but 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 shoot me straight. You're doing it too. Hold on, you're doing what I do, which is good actually. It's a good thing to be doing. But my hypothetical it's the reasonable exists. thing to be doing. The, the, I know, but I can is, probably is, hold it. And granted, that like hot, sweaty flash might come over you where you're like, oh. But I think I like to believe I could still get hold it in time. Okay. Cool. You know, it was just funny. You're driving over you're driving over a volcano about to erupt yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is nice. But here's my question. You can't hold it. You can't hold either. Then grow up or shit your pants diarrhea. I've never I I literally knock on fucking wood. I can't ever remember a time where I wasn't able to hold hold it. But, so but, I just but, won't but, answer the question. but, 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 it's the most infuriating. Thing. No, hear me out. Let me finish. I would, in that very specific case, I'd rather have to throw up. Yes, I agree with that. But otherwise, the latter all the way. The D. E. I'll take the D. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I think, I think that's, I get what you're saying. 
You, um, you don't mind throwing up? Throwing up seems to not for, bother for Hillary me, much. For me, uh, I don't mind throwing up that much. But I guess all things considered, if it's if you have access to a toilet in either case, then yeah, maybe diarrhea. This is disgusting. I'm sorry, everybody, but I need to say this because it's actually something I need uh, cured. Vomiting, for me, is not a cut and dry process. For some reason, my nose becomes involved. Come on. Does it come out of your nose? Yes. Oh, that's horrid. So that's it, really... it also gets stuck oh, that's so sad. going into my nose. So then for the next day, I'm like, oh, God, and now dude. I have vomit in my mouth and oh, I have to vomit God. again. I'm so sorry. Is there a way to prevent that? Can I put a little like like a piece of tape above the... The area where my nasal cavity opens. Where your sinus can Where my sinus is. Yeah. Is there a way to close this portal? Close the portal. But I need 11. Fucking. That's really tough. That's really. Now I see why you have that answer. Dude, it's bad. It'd be uh, like if your diarrhea came out of your dick, too. (laughs) In which case, I would definitely prefer throwing up. Okay, sorry everybody about this combo. I think it's fine. It's real, though, bro. It's real shit, bro. My. My. Um. You know, I think to answer the young lady's question, the worst of all of those, the the in in all the cases, throwing off the side of a boat, while really unpleasant. The problem with the boat is that you cannot. There's no escaping the seasickness. Even after you've thrown up, you'll still be dry heaving until you get to land. Right. There, oh there's, yeah. There's For a no while. respite. There's nowhere to hide from how sick yeah. you feel. The boat will just continue to rock and make you self feel sick for hours, yeah. for however long people are want to be on the yep. boat. And throwing up makes you feel better for five minutes, and then you're just right back. The in o- yeah, the o- there's a, there's a couple tricks you can try. One is jump in the water if you can. Swimming in the water sometimes will make you, and I've had It'll this. Reset but, you, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, finding a point on land and 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 looking at that and you know studying that. But yeah, there's really no escaping it. But both of the boats are not as bad because I assume she's throwing up off the side of the boat. Yeah. Whereas throwing up in a car or certainly in a helicopter is horrible because then the stench is within the cabin. To me, the Uber is the worst one um, because you're fucking up the Uber driver's day and your husband's day by having to pay the 250. Um, Whereas the Audi. I go with the Audi. She threw up all over it or inside of it? That's the difference. She said I got a detail, so then maybe that means it was inside, which would be worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, their yeah. car. Um, dude, the worst sea, sea sickness I can recall, and I actually didn't end up throwing up, but I was in Galapagos on my way back, and f- three hours, dude, of like, yeah. and you'd see land, and you'd be like, oh, that's where we're going. And then we'd pass by it. And then there's Damn. the faint, like, and that kept happening. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I was too afraid to ask. So, and then I, I locked on the only thing I could see and the guys who worked on the boat kept getting in my way and I kept trying to like wow. stay on it really bad. But then, yeah, to your, and then I went from that into food poisoning the next day. Oh God. I know I survived, but I took, uh, I had the foresight to take Dramamine when we dove the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, nice. And that was so fortunate because even, even with the Dramamine, I could tell how sick I would have been because it was like a two and a half to three hour yeah, dude. boat ride out to the reef Fuck that. from, you know, cans, which is where we left from. No bueno. Um, the problem for me with Dramamine is it makes me so drowsy. Interesting. It makes me fall asleep in my seat. Interesting. 
I I get so drowsy from Dramamine. I really admire people who don't get seasick, man. Like yeah. there's some lady just sleeping while the boat was literally like half the people on the boat were puking. Yeah. And this lady's just asleep. That's I was like, brutal. that's crazy. There's nothing like starting off an active day, Francis. Uh like shaking up some athletic greens and their customized shaker that they give you and sucking it down is the first thing that goes in your tummy that morning. You know, you you mentioned to me that I should probably start taking some probiotics. Uh, ahead of my trip to Africa to improve my gut health. And I said to myself, well, good thing I've got athletic greens. Yeah, you're right, man. That is going to sort my, that's going to armor my gut against any ne'er-do-well toxins or uh, bio problems that I could possibly have. Totally, man. Uh, You know, like tons of people take multivitamins. It's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day take great care of yourself and it's lifestyle friendly every any sort of uh diet that you're on it fits in with whether you're eating keto paleo vegan dairy-free gluten-free uh it supports better sweet sleep quality and recovery which we both need right now and it costs you less than three dollars a day you gotta love it right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do, consumer slash listener slash friend, is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, Francis. All right. Um, That's Oops the Podcast. I will be in Greenville. Oh, wait. Really quick before we do that. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. We Were a, they lying? Facts with Ryan. We have a lot today. Oh, yeah, damn. baby. We got into it on today's let's episode. Let's fucking go. All right, so let's start with chains. Um, Emma, the tennis player, Emma Raducanu? Raducanu. Raducanu? No, That's Emma Raducanu. Oh. Radikowski. Tennis player. Raducanu? Sure. Emma Raducanu. Yeah. yeah, your way. She wore a 37,000. No, she not wore- my way, bro. Radikowski's the model. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> so she wore $37,000 worth of jewelry in the Wimbledon this year. Jeez. Wow. And then Ronald, Ronald Acuna Jr. has worn a $140,000 gold chain at the 2021 All-Star Game. Fernando Tatis Jr. wore a $200,000 golden chain. Jesus. Um, and then also, I just remember, I remember uh, Johannes Cespedes on the Mets slid into second base and he definitely was wearing an expensive chain and it broke and yeah. it got all over the field. And I oh think that was God. within five years ago. And there was an NFL so player. Sad. I remember where the, is it the defensive back ripped it off of him. Just went like that. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Tom's of Maine was founded in 1970. <laughs> yeah. And sold for like $800 million by, it was founded by a woman from Maine and she sold it. I don't know, 20 years later for like 800 million. She donates tons and tons of land to be protected and preserved in Maine that can never be developed. Pretty cool. Pretty sure that's true. What? Yeah. Camp. Nature's classroom is permanently closed. And it's actually a part of Camp Jewel. And I asked you that. I've been to Camp Jewel before. Where where, is it in Average Connecticut? No. The... I think maybe they just called it Andrew's classroom. Then. Camp Jewel is just a huge vape Where's, camp. You said it's in Colebrook. Yeah, yeah, it's in Colebrook. The last place Colebrook. For all the and I went there. I went there vape. while I was in college uh, <laughs> every year in the fall for student government stuff. So I was amongst. Hold on a second. What position did you have? I was in student government. Ryan? I did student government all four years, and oh, my freshman year, okay, I was Ryan. 
Cool, fre- man. Freshman year, I was the class vice president. Sophomore year, I was the class president. Junior year, I was on the executive board for social media. And then my senior year, I was student body president. Wow. School. Jesus Christ, Jesus, dude. That's yeah. sick. It was, pre- it was a pretty cool experience. Leadership. Yeah. You know what? That is a, that is commendable. Yeah. I impressive. admire that. You got to, at some point, you got to tip your cap. If you, if you can be that universally popular while also being someone who clearly does move the needle. Free soda for everyone. Yeah, yeah. you're not that guy. You're yeah. not the like, guys, second recess. The vending machines. You know, we're going to serve booze at prom. <laughs> you're not that guy. You probably got shit done. Yeah, we did get some stuff done. We- what was your best achievement as a, as a student council member? Um, Probably reformatting. So internally reformatting the entire organization because nice. it just wasn't getting shit done. Trim the fat. So my entire senior year, that was what I ran on was was reforming everything Cut internally. The and then I can't take credit for it, but I just had some kick-ass people on the team. Just stuff around campus. We got club sports back. So nice. that was a pretty big one. Um, yeah, cool experience. Got wow. to give a speech to the freshmen at the convocation. And uh, that was cool. Damn. Sick, bro. So, but I went, to, I went to Camp Jewel every year for our Got student it. government retreats. Got so, um, But wait, so there's a review <laughs> from Nature's Classroom. So they're closed, but somebody wrote in a one-star review saying, I went to Nature's Classroom two years ago, and there was a scary staff member, and it gave me night terrors. Then I had to evacuate <laughs> my cabin, and people with uh, hazmat suits went into the cabin and never came out. This is one of my core memories. <laughs> what? Of my life. <laughs> one out of five stars. Man, they must have been drooling really hard in there. Hazmat suits. That's insane, man. Jesus. So uh, Guantanamo, uh, the Bay hunger, Guantanamo Bay hunger strikes started in 2002. 84 prisoners participated. It was kept under wraps until 2005. And then uh, there were more people by then. It also happened again in 2013 where there were over 140 people participating. That's probably uh, what I remember. Uh, Sandlot Sports runs a dodgeball league in New York City. If you're looking <laughs> to get your fix. Nice. Uh, COVID. So the University of Washington was the first college to close uh, due to COVID. March 20th, mm. 2022. Couldn't find anything on Amherst. Mm. Fun fact, their mascot is the mammoth. Uh, <laughs> that's funny you say that it used it used to be the uh, the Lord Jeffs the Lord they were the Lord, Amherst Lord Jeffs and Lord Jeffrey Amherst was like a fucking horrific colonizer mm. who I think gave smallpox riddled blankets to Native Americans <laughs> oh, which is why the college changed their mascot to the mammoth Ouch! I nice. think that's true there was an old song Lord Jeffrey Amherst Amherst was a soldier to his men, and he came from the great country. I don't know. And gave everyone smallpox. That was their their <laughs> fight song, and then they changed it all because it was his history was pretty dark. Jesus, man. yeah, that's weird. Um, anxiety and stress can change your hormones, create sweat, weakens the immune system, and more. All of this can lead to worsened body odor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the website I found that on has a seven minute. Uh, anxiety stress quiz to see if uh, Good. you'd be part of it. I'll take that. I'll send it to you when we're done. <laughs> Kevin Love makes thirty point one million dollars a year. He's in Jesus. the final year of a four-year, hundred and twenty million dollar contract. Where does he play? Cleveland. He's Cavs. still in Cleveland. He signed an extension four years ago. So he's been there since the LeBron era. He's been yeah. there, I think, since two thousand thirteen because they traded for Andrew Wiggins. They swapped. Wow. The Cavs gave. The Timberwolves, Wiggins. 
for love. Interesting. And he Fran um, Wiggins. He won a championship with LeBron. Sixteen. The year that they and Kyrie. Yeah. Which second was, year. Right. But that was the only one they won there. And that was to me that's probably to me the most memorable NBA championship yeah. of the last like fifteen yeah. years, ten that years. That was, that was epic. That was a good yeah. one. Because they were down three one. Ryan, you love LeBron, right? If I recall. Yeah. Yeah, As I do, do like I. LeBron. Yeah, As I didn't at one point, but I do like him. Yeah, yeah that was Same. probably because Same. of the Cleveland. That game. championship changed his legacy for sure. Um. Okay, keep going. Kevin loves uh wife to be, or his wife is Kate Bach. Kate Bach. Yeah. Kate Bach. Maybe you'll meet her. Uh, diarrhea can occur within thirty <laughs> minutes after eating. <laughs> and then uh, here's a little throwing up tip: when you throw up, plug your nose to avoid all the acid from getting in there. And uh, I've been reading some of the comments on the feed saying that it makes throwing up less miserable. Wow. And kind of not even an issue. People don't mind blowing chunks. Good wow. Know. Very good. Yeah, very try good, that, Ryan. G. Try yeah, that. I'm trying that next time. Awesome. Okay, very there good facts with Ryan. Very informative. We needed all of that. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you, student body president, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I'll be in Greenville and Charlotte, North Carolina, September 29th to the 31st. Tickets for that are at FrancisEllis.com. Julio? Um, the stand in New York City, I think the date is the September 15th. Uh, wow. By the time this comes out, um, it will be on my website. Awesome. Uh, but it, it's going to be that week, most likely. And it's going to be a really fun show. We will have some uh, surprise guests. Nice. I'm not going to announce the lineup. Hell yeah. Um, along with myself. Spoiler alert. And uh, it should be really fun. I'd love to see you there. 